Hello, and welcome to Talking Shit with Tara Cheyenne, a podcast about art making, creativity, not giving up, and living well in the process, whether you officially call yourself an artist or no. I'm your host, Tara Cheyenne Friedenberg, a dancer, actor, choreographer, and writer living on the unceded traditional territories of the Coast Salish people in Vancouver, BC. Today, I'm going to update you on my current creative state. And I've got three tips for how to work alone. So last time I talked about what it's like being in the middle, in the middle of a process, in the middle of a project. This week, I've been thinking about ideas and all the ideas that I write down in my notebooks, that I record on my phone, that I talk to other people about, and how many of those ideas just come and they go. They come and they go. It's almost like breathing. I think that ideas are pretty common. We all have ideas. The difference is, is that some of those ideas go to term, (laughs) full gestation. They turn into art babies eventually. Bear with me. I know it's a bit of a weird one. Um, But why? Why do some of them make it and some of them just dissipate or are forgotten? Or maybe they start and then they just fall off the edge of the desk. How many metaphors am I going to run with today? Let's see if you can count. I think it's all about a power source. If you think of ideas like little light bulbs, which, you know, is kind of the typical image. Oh my God, I got the idea. You get the idea, but the initial little light is going to burn out pretty fast. You've got to plug it into a light source. See, more metaphor. So where do you get the power? I think enthusiasm is huge. I see a lot of really talented people. I've taught a lot of really talented people. I've worked with some amazingly talented people. But in the end, at this point after years, I see the ones who have had enthusiasm keep going over the ones who had great ideas, but they weren't really, I don't know, lit up. I'm going with the light bulb again, by what they were doing. So there wasn't the kind of hunger. And when you're 21 and you're, you know, maybe in university or theater school, it's just there, right? You just like, wow, you're hungry for it. You can see it. There's that stress of, you know, God, I hope I get it. I hope I get it. But I think the challenge is over the years is keeping that enthusiasm eating it up. And one important thing then is to find, well, how do you get that enthusiasm? How do you um, fuel yourself? Is it by making sure that there's play in your process or around your process? For me, it's about going into the studio and giving myself like a chunk of time to 
put on my favorite songs of the moment. Yeah, most of the time it's Tom York. And just improvising and improvising and improvising and just dancing around with no objective, no pressure. I'm not trying to remember it. I'm just being, I'm playing. Another thing that I do is I just, uh, some topic that I have rolling around in my head, I just start talking, improvising with text, essentially, looking for ideas or not, just seeing what's going to come out of my head. And that's fun. That's fun for me. And I often find ideas or enthusiasm, at least energy, within that play. So I would encourage you, if if you're finding that there's not a lot of play or you're not finding that enthusiasm in what you're doing, because it does come and go. I'm not saying that it's 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 constant, but where can you find those little bits of, of play, of frivolity, I think, is important. Because we can get bogged down and, and feel the kind of seriousness and the time crunch, the not very much money, the I've only got two more hours in the studio and I got to make this happen. So where can you find those things? Where can you find the fun, maybe the humor? Is there somebody in your life that just finds you amazing and can you invite them into your process or to read your work or whatever? I mean, maybe it's your mom um, who just thinks that everything that comes out of your mouth is is brilliant. Um, That's important. I think sometimes as artists who are always thinking about criticism or writing critical kind of narratives about our work for grant proposals, we're thinking about, oof, what's wrong with this? That sometimes we forget about all the people or the comments um, that we've had throughout the years that are so enthusiastic, enthusiastic, and so positive we discount them. The human brain does kind of focus on negative. It's kind of biological. So can you can you focus on all that positive stuff? Another power source, um, I think, is just rigor. Just going back, just going back into it. Repetition. How can you keep the practice up? How can you keep it in your life. I think sometimes it's only when we're on a project or when we've got um, a part in a play or an article in a magazine or something that we're in process. And I think there's a lot to be gained from just dipping in every day, just like (gasps) scooping up a little soup. That was not a good one, scooping up a little soup. I don't know, that's not delicious. Let's call it ice cream, a scoop of ice cream. Not a ton. Maybe you don't have time. Maybe you have a day job. Maybe you have kids. But how can you just find a little practice in your day? In the dance world, most of us do class every day or at least maybe go to yoga or Pilates or something. The gym. Um, I go to the playground with my kids and do as many squats as I can with him on my back. Oh my God, that's a workout. And it gets more and more as the years progress. So what are things that you can do? Do you do maybe automatic writing every morning? Do you make yourself do a couple sketches on a lunch break? 
Do you have ways of keeping your ideas plugged into the power source? Methods for finding that enthusiasm when things seem a little flat or a little monotonous? I'd totally love to hear them. And now for three tips on how to work alone. Now, I have been working alone for a very, very long time. I was an only child until I was nine years old, so I spent a lot of time playing by myself. I've done solo work for several decades, but it's not easy. I've done it so much, so much, so much, but it's still hard. So I've got some strategies. The first strategy is to not wait for the perfect conditions. Just book yourself into the studio or make a plan to go to the coffee shop and do a work session. Sometimes it can be long. Sometimes it's really short. But you've got to just make the time and you've got to put it in the schedule. Especially if you're busy, if you've got other jobs, if you've got family, you've got to schedule it. If you're lucky enough to kind of live free and easy and you can just stick it in whenever you feel like, congratulations, that's amazing. So you make a plan to work. And then I make a plan on how I'm going to work. How am I going to break up that three hours? Am I going to give myself half an hour to warm up? And what am I going to do to warm up? For me, I have to get super specific. Okay, I'm going to warm up for 30 minutes. And then I'm going to let myself just noodle around, improvise, draw, whatever, for about 45 minutes, say. And then I know I have this idea. I have this idea about uncomfortable shoes. And I'm going to improvise text on that for another, say, 45 minutes. I know that I might get lost down a rabbit hole. I might find something I'm improvising with that is really interesting. And I let myself, you know, loosen up the schedule. But if I don't have a schedule, if I don't have a plan, it's just this daunting blank canvas or empty studio, which I find really hard to deal with, frankly. Once in a blue moon, it's wonderful, especially if I don't have a deadline. If I'm in between projects, it's super fun. But if I'm actually trying to make something, I need a plan. My second tip is to use a timer. Now, I started doing this after I took a workshop with Miguel Gutierrez, who's a really super interesting dance performance artist from New York. And he uses this method One of the things he does is you read for 10 or 15 minutes, you do continuous movement for 10 or 15 minutes, and you write stream of consciousness for 10 or 15 minutes. So I did this in his workshop and I found it so, so useful. So now that's what I do. I put a timer on. If I'm going to talk about uncomfortable shoes, I put a timer on and I just go until the timer goes off. And sometimes it seems like the timer takes forever to go off. And sometimes it's, whoa, that was it, really? And I need to like put the timer on again because I'm not done. 
the point is, is that when you have a timer on, it kind of lets part of your brain relax. The part of the brain that's like, oh my God, what's going, is this, is this going on too long? Is it, oh, do I have to keep going? You know that, well, there's a fixed amount of time. And for me anyway, that can be kind of relaxing in a certain way. My third tip is accountability. Now, there are those of us who don't need accountability or perfectly satisfied to just go in there and please ourselves. For me, and I think there are a lot of people like me, I need some sort of feedback. I need to have to have told somebody that I went in there and I did it. And what did I do? I need to report. Whether that's reporting to my future self, which is a tactic I use often, that part of myself that's pretty displeased if I, if I wasted time or I was too critical with myself so I actually didn't make the thing that I think is pretty fun and interesting because I thought, well, maybe somebody's already done it or maybe it's stupid. So I have my future self. I'll usually report to my partner at the end of the day with a great amount of pride and he finds it, uh, I, I'm hoping charming um, that I have to report on how I earned the air I breathe by going into the studio and working. Or maybe I just write about it. Or maybe I just put a check mark or a gold star in my calendar. I find that useful too. Do you have any tips for working alone? Why is it hard or why have you found it easy? What do you like about working alone? I'd love to hear about it. And that's it. Thanks so much for listening. Please get in touch. We're on Instagram, Tara Cheyenne TCP, Facebook, Tara Cheyenne Performance. I'd love to hear any of your thoughts about this episode, any ideas about how you keep your enthusiasm bright and buzzing, ideas about how to be in the studio or in process by yourself. Is it easy for you? Is it hard? I'd love to hear about it. And any questions about our process, creative process that are rolling around for you right now, I'd love to hear them and find some way to get an answer. This podcast was produced by Mark Stewart Music with original music by Mark Stewart. Don't give up. Just make more shit up.